Have you ever asked yourself, why am I here? Why was I born? What is the reason I'm on this planet? Welcome to the Purpose Hunter podcast. My name is Matt Barafato and I'm the Purpose Hunter. I started this podcast with one goal in mind, and that was to help individuals that were struggling with these life questions, people that don't know the answers and they're looking for clues or looking for just anything that will help them to figure this out. So you'll always hear me do interviews with ordinary people, and some of these people have figured out why they're on this planet, and some of these people just aren't sure, and some of these people don't know at all. But they will give you clues that you will be able to apply to your life and help you figure out why are you on this planet? What is your purpose for being? Hi, this is Kristen Tews coming to you today as the guest host, Matt Parafato on the Purpose Hunter podcast. Um, this is quite a fun adventure. I'm excited about today, excited to hear Matt's viewpoints. We're kind of turning the tables on Matt. Um, Matt usually is the one interviewing. So now we're going to hear about from the hunter himself. Um, what is his purpose and what drives him? So welcome to the show, Matt. Well, Kristen, I am just so excited that you invited me to be your guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's interesting because we've known each other, you know, always full disclosure, we've known each other a while. You've helped me with my purpose. And, um, you know, I think it's always interesting to hear, you know, about your journey, maybe a little bit of your background and what kind of led you on this path that you're on right now. Very good. Um, so what's what I find fascinating, I grew up in Morton Grove as well. And, you know, we never knew each other when we grew up. And uh, Morton Grove is one of those kind of towns. I don't want to say it's Mayberry, you know, but in my opinion, it's sort of it's always been like that for me, you know, yes. about that. And what's interesting as we've gotten to know each other uh, is that our, your mom and my dad knew each other in, in it because they're both attorneys in, in the whole world of Morton Grove and how little that world that is. It's, I, I found that very fascinating as our journey went along. So as I was growing up, um, I touched and discovered my passion for hockey very early. And um, it's one of those things that I, in hindsight, I look back and it's led me and connected me with people that unbelievably, uh, unbeknownst to me at the time, if I didn't have that passion, I would never, I would never have met them. And it's leading me really deeply into this, into, into what my purpose is. So, I mean, so when I played hockey, I, I was blessed that I was good. And when I say good, I'm not saying it cause I'm trying to be a big deal, but I just had, a, I had some gifts. I had, I had these, these, I was a very quick and reflexive, but I could just do certain things. And I went on to play hockey at a very high level at university was, you know, we, we won the state championship in high school here at Notre Dame high school in Niles. And then we, I went on to play at uh, Madison at a division one, division one school. So when I figured out I wasn't going to be an NHL player anymore, I said, well, I think I need to do something. And so again, once looking at my gifts, I, I jumped into sales. And for me, I jumped into, into sales of of insurance. And it was 
group or corporate insurance as opposed to individual insurance. And I'll never forget the look on my dad's face the day I told him I'm taking a job with insurance. I, you know, he he just freaked out when I told him I'm going to take a job with an insurance company. But I did, and it led me to a, a probably about a forty, almost a forty-one year career in that field of insurance. Um, along the way, I got my, I was able to dip my toe, and again, it was this connection to hockey. Dip my toe my toe into this world of speaking, professional speaking because of, of my friendship with Michael Schwass, who was a, a teammate of mine that broke his neck and he became a motivational speaker. And I, I got a lesson in it and I, I jumped in and, and, and I, I, I not only loved it, but I was pretty good at it. And so I, I kept my little toe in that. And I, uh, I was shocked when they said, if you're going to be a professional speaker, you got to write a book. And I said, Oh, you got to be kidding me. No way. But I did. I actually wrote a book 20 years ago. And um, it's been a journey that's been really sort of remarkable because it's really connected me to certain people that I love. When I think of our relationship, I love hearing about what people are really good at and passionate about. And I never realized that it was all totally connected to me understanding my own purpose. And that was that's what led me to coaching people. And I literally just pulled the trigger maybe a month ago where I got out of the insurance business completely. And now I'm doing nothing but speaking and coaching. And it's like, like the world was lifted off my shoulders. It's been really remarkable. So I'm at a place now that I'm, 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 I'm excited because I'm actually a place where, wow, I'm actually doing something I love to do. Well, and I think what's interesting about that, and I, I think it's important to talk about because you gave the disclosure that we know each other. Um, there was an integrity moment that I found. I always call it integrity moments. And integrity always people think of, you know, you know, honest Abe or different things. But integrity is also just being honest with yourself, right? And I remember when we were having coffee and we were talking and you were telling me all these things you were doing. And I'm like, why are you just not coaching people on this? Like, like, why are you making it so complicated? Huh. And so, but I think that's important because even you, and this is your expertise, you had to be honest enough. Like I got to look for my purpose. Wow. So you're telling me you told me that before, <laughs> but I it's wasn't, not, really, it was, I wasn't listening. Oh my God. <laughs> but you know, that's, what's interesting is is you're an expert at this because you experience it yourself, right? You were open enough to, you know, to say, what is my purpose, right? Absolutely. And you know what? You're not the, you were the, you were the third person. No, you were the first one to say it. And there were two other people that were also very close to me and they kept on. And, you know, so I, I thank you. I thank these other people because they, they challenged me when they were almost tired of me probably complaining of why I hated this other business so much. But that was really important for me to be able to have, you know, with compassion and love challenge. And, and it, and it really came to me at a point, and I, maybe this is what people maybe need to hear. It got to a point, Kristen, where I said, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore, that, that insurance piece. I was really good at that, but I can't do it anymore. I can't. No, but I, I have to interrupt you because I think that is something to underscore. I think we all, in many cases, or many of us, think because we have a talent for something, it's almost like 
Why are you rocking the boat? Why do you want to do something different? And if you're not happy at it, you can still be good at it. Like there's this, I don't know, it's almost like a fable that like, if you're good at something, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And that isn't true. And I, and I think what's interesting about this is as you've done your journey in, a, in your work, um, empathy has to be part of your work. And I think your empathy comes like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right on in that. And, it, and it's funny how sometimes I don't realize how empathetic I'm being until I get to that place where I just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. And then I was honest with coming out with that and saying, I can't deal with that anymore. And then I didn't realize that that infected other people that I was talking to. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Well, you're leading by example. And you're, you're saying, you know, I'm, I'm living my purpose. And I think it was interesting. Hugh McLeod, um, a famous entrepreneur that I interviewed, I said to him, well, that sounds great and everything, but like, okay, like, so you're not going to have your regular job. Like, you know, when people say, just leave your job or just do this. And he said, I said, well, it's almost like you're, it's like the death of your family. Like if you're not, you know, providing or you're not doing, and he's like, you're already dead if you're not doing your purpose. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. He's like, what kind of example is that for your family? What kind of, you know, how happy are you at home or with your friends and how can you serve people or yourself? And so I I think it's interesting when you talk about that because purpose sometimes is an overused word um, until someone like you starts using it and they're really diving into it. It's not like an afterthought. There's, There's a lot of thought to it. So I'm going to ask you a very difficult um, question because people always talk about, I'm very passionate about this or my purpose is this. And I I think people get confused. Are they more passionate or are they more purpose? So I do have to ask you, which comes first? Is it purpose or passion or passion or purpose? Well, that's, that's a, that's why I love that question because even now you're reversing on me and now I have to answer the question. And what's interesting to me Deep down, I feel that there's two different categories. Category one is you already know your purpose. You're, 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 you're right there on your purpose. Now it's a matter of, are you passionate enough about it? But the purpose is already there. And what I, what I think happens more more than not, because it's very rare that I've, I've interviewed people where they know their purpose, Kristen, that they just know it. And I go, what happens when you don't know your purpose? That's when I think passion comes first to just starting to lead you down a path. So if you're struggling with, I don't, you know, you'd be surprised how many times I asked that question about what, do, why are you on this planet? Why were you born? And people just, the deer in the headlights, they don't, they have no idea. And they're embarrassed. And because I've connected on a relationship with them, that they're willing to admit that they don't know. And that's when I go, that's beautiful. It's a great starting place. Let's start with one of the things that you're passionate about. Because we have many passions, Kristen. But probably, and and again, I'm, I'm still testing this, but I think it's one purpose. But there's many passions. And what happens is when you start to get passionate, 
and again, I, I use my example of hockey. I, I am so passionate about not just, be, not just playing hockey, Kristen. I love being a hockey goalie. Now that's another whole level of being passionate. And it's interesting is my passion for being a goalie and Michael Schwass, my good friend that broke his neck playing hockey, his passion for being a, a, a centerman, you know, a, a, a hockey centerman, that merged together and we became friends because we were so passionate. And then that led to us really starting, you know, us starting a nonprofit organization to help my friend Michael who broke his neck. All of a sudden these things started to get connected to it. So again, I, I say that I think it's a matter of passion first if you don't know your purpose. If you know your purpose, then get excited about something that's really connected to your purpose. Does that make sense? No, it really does. So like when you talk about, okay, you personally, like, why do you think you're on this planet? Like, why were you born? What were your, what is your purpose on this planet? That's a very fair question. I, I love that. Um, how many times I used to squirm. I don't squirm anymore, Kristen. But now it took me, and I want people to hear this, it took me 58 years to figure it out. But now I know I'm on this planet to help other people figure out why they're on this planet. And it's really interesting, Kristen. I, I sat back and I said, I, I, you know, I used to be, I used to think, oh my gosh, I'd be at a barbecue with you or I'd be at a party or a networking event. And I could not stand the, oh, how are the Cubs doing? How the, you know, the, the, the <laughs> I, I call the BS of the world that would come out. And I, I couldn't wait until we could open up this book of life between me and whoever I'm talking to and go to page on this 900 page book to 700 deep. Right. I didn't understand. I've always been like that. It's never that I've never been, I've always been, I want to go deep as possible. And I didn't realize that it was really connected to giving people psychological air. You know, that's what Stephen Covey calls it. Psychological air to be able to touch what it is that's really deeply important to you and then let them have it share. And what happens, Kristen, I got to tell you, the only reason I know someone's on their purpose is because when they're doing that purpose, time completely disappears for them. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. It's like... It's like everybody was in school at one point where you're watching the clock like minute by minute by minute. You know, that's why everybody recognizes what a school clock looks like because everybody stared at it at some point. But when you, it is true when you're doing your purpose, just time flies and you're so, um, you know, people call it flow. They call it different things, um, but it is an, a different energy for sure when you, when you pick that. And, you know, when I think about people paying attention, other people listening to this right now, if you're not sure about your purpose, pay attention to things you do in your life where time completely disappears. And then go back and say, why did I, why did I just look at my watch and go, oh my God, mm -hmm. got some clues for you. So like when you, you know, we've talked a little bit about your catalyst. I mean, was there a moment or, you know, maybe a, like a mini group of moments that really was that catalyst? What, like, you know, everybody always says, I don't know. A lot of times people go, oh, I don't know, but there's usually a few moments if it's not one that kind of is that catalyst that makes you make that change. Well, you know, it's yes. And it's easy. I know exactly what it is and I know exactly when it happened. And 
one of the reasons I'm so very excited to have you as the guest host and interviewing me is it was you were a catalyst for me. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> so as I share the story, so um, uh, for those of you who don't know, because of me being a professional speaker, Kristen booked me as a, as a speaker at many of her events. And so she's seen me speak many times and, and, and I, I do have a gift and I'm not saying that because I'm a big deal. I, I have a gift that I, I really enjoy being in front of a group of people and allowing them to really touch my emotion. And when I do that, I'm able to influence people. And my, my mentor, Michael Schwass, um, is the first one that I ever saw do that. And so I did that. And I, and I thought my purpose in life was to, to speak. You know, I, I, you know, I'm just going to go speak. And of course, now, because I was a speaker, and I had a book. Oh, great. I did this. And, and I thought, okay, you know, um, someone sees me speak. I get them in, motivated. They buy my book. Great. Now they have everything they need to know. And I'm going, you don't need, you know, and, and all of a sudden, this one good friend of mine, Kristen Tews, reaches out to me and she says, Matt, I need you to help me. I, I said, well, what do you mean? You got my book. You read it. You went through it. And he said, no, you said, I need help. I, I'm stuck here on this part of your book. And now you didn't see me, but my eyes rolled back. And I said, oh, come on, Kristen, you got my book. What do you, you don't need that. So I, I, I humored you and I said, okay, so uh, I'm just going to humor. Let's get together. So, and I remembered it's the coffee shop. It was uh, uh, it's not in business anymore, I believe. Uh, what's the name of it? You know, oh, uh, oh, I know which one. Yeah. Caribou? Caribou Coffee. You know, they yeah. don't have shops anymore. We're sitting there and I'm going, okay, okay. And so we, we, you open up your journal. We start doing, we start doing this one-on-one -on -one one-on-one -on -one pulling out of Kristen for cornerstone values. And it wasn't me doing it. It was you doing it, but I was helping you do it. And all of a sudden I looked at my watch and I said, my watch must have stopped because it, it says we've been here for three hours. We were in that first meeting for three hours. And I said, what, how is that possible? Now you you were in the moment because you were doing your value. You didn't care that it was three. I mean, you were you time was disappearing for you. But for me, I'm going. Oh my goodness! Could this be why I'm here? Why I'm here is to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with people to help them bring out of themselves their own cornerstone values, which is then connected to their purpose or leads to their purpose, and that's how they live a fulfilling life. You know, I think that's really interesting you say that because um, it really affected me when I was in um, Rome and I found out that, um, I mean, this part of the story isn't great, but a lot of people who did the artwork, I mean, you'd see these paintings or these sculptures and the detail um, was incredible, but people would dedicate their life to that statue. Like somebody literally, they they sold their future um, wages just to work on that one sculpture and the obsession with making it just so, but that became their purpose. Mm. And I found that really fascinating because I thought they lost time because the purpose for them was that artwork. That was their legacy. Mm. Right. Mm. And so it's interesting to me when, you know, we all associate money. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody who could prove me wrong, but most people money is important because it, it allows you to do things. So some people do it for stature, but other people do it because it's 
you know, you could travel, you have freedom, you have different things. But it's interesting. Um, several people have said this to me, and I'm curious what your answer is, you know, but if if you didn't have to make money and enough, you know, I'm not talking about not being able to pay your rent or food or things, you know, having your your standard, if it wasn't all about money, what would you do? And most of the successful entrepreneurs I've met would be doing what they're doing. Isn't that interesting? It's a, that's very interesting. And I, and I, I, that's why I love asking that question to someone who's not quite sure of their purpose. And you're right. An entrepreneur that has been able to go down a path and has been able to figure out this thing of, of this question of why they're here, why are they here to serve and what people are here, how, what people are they here to serve? And when they start doing it and they go, I would continue to do it. Well, so for me, when I was doing the insurance business, and remember, my insurance business was providing a living for, I mean, a lifestyle sure. living for my kids and my, my wife and, 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 and myself. And I go, but I didn't love it. Right. I, 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 was, I, was, I, was, I got to a point where I was so burned out that it, you know, earlier in our conversation, it pushed me to a point where I said, I can't do it anymore. I honestly couldn't, now, but it took 41 years for me to get to that point. And I finally, because although I've been able to keep my, keep my toe in the water of my purpose or my passion, now I'm able to lift that off and go, now I can jump into that water. And if I didn't have to make money, I'm going to do this, what I'm doing right here. I'm going to do, I, I'm going to do all these things that time disappears. And if I don't make a dime, I don't care. Because what I mean, but that's, but that's the challenge I'm going to have to people though, because there's a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, I, people always say to me, what do you think? You know, I've been very fortunate to be able to meet some people really at every end of the spectrum. And they always say to me, oh, you know, this person, you know, has been so successful financially or so, but you know, if you lose your family along the way, if you lose everything, I don't know, is that successful? I, I don't know the answer that you know, you'd have to answer that for yourself. Right. Absolutely. Um, but what's interesting about it, I mean, I've met entrepreneurs who have made a lot of money or a little bit of money, but the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that are living their purpose. Mm -hmm. And 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 money is important. I don't think money is an evil thing like a lot of people say, but there's nothing to be said that your purpose, the money kind of flows along with your purpose, right? I believe it does. You know what? And it's interesting when I... um one of the reasons I wrote the, my new book that's coming out next month, and the new book is, is called The Elephant Philosophy, Find Your Purpose. And it's really my whole philosophy has always been built around the how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And that's why I call it the elephant philosophy. But what it didn't have until my dad passed away a year and a half ago, that the, one of the most important chapters I've written in this new book is called the greatest motivation and the greatest motivation Kristen is COD COD is our checkout date and people don't realize they look at me going COD what are you talking I go no it's your checkout date and when my dad passed away it forced me to look out and then inward on myself and what happened was this Kristen what happened was, and it's directly related to your question of, do you have to make money doing what you're doing? No, I looked in and said, there's no guarantee that I have, I'm going to live to 93 like he did. 
I'm, you know, I'm not, I could have another 30 years, but there's no guarantee I will have another 30 years. And so my question to Matt was, what do I have to get completed and done? Because I'm the only one who can do it. And there's no guarantee that I'm going to have time to do it. So boom, this book had to be finished. Boom, my online course had to be done. I finished my online course that was stalling for seven months. It stalled. And all of a sudden, because my dad had the COD, I said, I got to, and I did it. And I, and I was able to push the button and launch that course. And now, now the other one is, is the, uh, you know, I'm now writing the story of our hockey season. That's another story that can only be from my perspective because it's going to be called an unforgettable season, a goalie's perspective of what happened when Michael broke his neck, when we won the state champ and that whole thing. So what are, that's, the, that's the question I reverse to all our listeners. What is it that only you can do in your life? Because there's no guarantee that you're going to have time to do it. So in one sentence, what is your legacy? My legacy is to leave behind tools that any person I've ever met or meet in the future, because I might not be there, that they can actually touch this wisdom that I was blessed to have by my life experiences. They can actually take it and then actually have, have a result of finding their own purpose, even if I'm not here which means I have to get the course done. I have to get my book done. I have to get this other story written. That's what it's going to be. That's great. Well, Matt, thank you so much for letting me be the guest host today. Um, I've really enjoyed it. If today's episode resonated with you, make sure to download and listen to it again. Sometimes you get some a little bit more wisdom each time. And also make sure that you find those clues to help live your purpose every day. Matt Barifato, thank you so much for sharing some of your insights today. And this is Kristen Tews. And until next time, get excited about your ideas and your passion. Let people feel your emotion. And if you do, you'll be on your way to finding your purpose. Thank you, Kristen Tews, for being a guest host on our show and interviewing me about my own purpose journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your network and follow us for future episodes. Why?